Good thing I didn't turn the mic on. And welcome, one and all, back to another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus, and you're joining me live in the Dot Comedy Studios. And I'm never alone. I want my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to the people. Hello, people. And we also have in the building this pretty funny New Jersey 2021, Candace August. Say hello to the people. <laughs> and we do have a very special guest this week. Miss Amanda Dalton is in the building. Say hello, Amanda. Hello. Call me Mandy. Call you Mandy? All right. Mandy. Yeah. It's an old stinky bear Manilow song. Easier remember. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Joey LaFar, we are back in the building. Where did you get Amanda from? Uh, it says that on her. Uh, it does not say that anywhere. It's, it, it does. It says Amanda <laughs> Dalton on her. Oh, Google. On her Google Meet thing. You got Googled. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was probably because I was trying to look all professional earlier oh, today. I'm sorry. You know? So that's okay. You're calling me out. Give people I've, government name out. I know. It's, yeah. <laughs> At, you know my food stamps application that's what i have to put on there ah. luckily i got i got it approved so okay. i've i've been eating rather well lately <laughs> <laughs> food stamps are the best thing in the world I, I oh yes firm believer in that yeah oh, man. but joey is it is another exciting week here in that comedyville yeah Yes, it is. You like that? Like I, like I did that one. It threw me off. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't expecting one. it. A, that's a brand new one. You didn't. You didn't. I thought that comedy you were gonna stop, but you kept going into a <laughs> into a town, a, yes, to a tiny ta- town. The town of that comedy. Is that where all these festivals and carnivals you keep advertising are held? <laughs> yes. Dot comedyville. Dot comedyville. Every every <laughs> week we have a, a nice carnival down by the lake, uh, where all the carnies pitch their tents. And uh, Candace goes to at the carnival hole, right? <laughs> at the at the ha ha hole, that, that comedyville. Oh man, oh man, oh man, Joey. It has been it has been that long of a week. It's been it's been a full week this week. Yeah? Like last week we did we had a longer. Yes, week. Is, is, no, last week last week we had a very short turnaround between episodes. Yes, this has been a normal one. You know what our fans got last week? Double dose. A two four week because mm. uh, DJ Marcus did not do his producing duties properly. <laughs> so both of those episodes posted at the same time. I Good noticed. thing for us, <laughs> both of them were listened to just as much. So I, I there were no misses. There's no misses in the in the die comedy world. We just we just keep on moving forward. Candice, looks like you're at the gym this week. Uh, I you am. Should... I'm trying to find the quietest spot I can. I'm in a racquetball court. Is this good for no? no? That's echo. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's that Bob Barker mic all over again, Why? Joey. She does not understand sound at all. We should just have her go around and interview random people at the gym. <laughs> yes. Any, go, go up to any guy just standing still and go, "Hey, bro, how much you li- how much you bench?" And then just see what. <laughs> You're not supposed to have cameras in the gym? No, I'm not doing that. You're not supposed to have cameras in the gym? No, they have things posted that says don't record. Oh. They don't want influencers in their gym. Oh, well, they, here's the thing. People lie about that all the damn time because I know I haven't seen at least 30,000 Instagram models uh, with, uh, with, da- with, uh, they, with the camera posted on the weights as they doing squats. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not mad at them. I let, oh, them, in, I let them into... <laughs> That Comedyville gym, uh, that's where Candace is. 
I have found them. <laughs> don't lose them where it counts. That's what I say. Don't lose them where it counts. We uh we still need you to be Miss Pretty Funny. Can't you? Well, <laughs> you know how much weight I put under on quarantine? Like 30 pounds. Okay. Not bad. It's not bad at all. I wish I put on 30 pounds. <laughs> I went way over that. Oh, wow. So new works. That's cool. So yeah. far? Yeah. So far, I'm responding to it. I like to learn about the psychology of things and why we think this and what motivates us like this. So it works for me. Like maybe other people just kind of, you know, they wouldn't want to see that side of it, the mental right. side of, of eating and weight gain. But for me, it helps. It helps me understand why I'm eating and things like that. Got it. I know why I'm eating. It's called Kraft macaroni and cheese. That's why I eat. Hey. Completely, you know. Hey, I understand completely. I fully understand. <laughs> I put on the uh, COVID 47 plus 47, uh, and I'm yeah. doing fine over here. I somehow lost 20 pounds and gained it all back during COVID and then gained it all back as things were opening up. I don't know how I managed to pull that off. He's still looking all right. Most people during quarantine put on a lot fine it's 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 covid weight once everything opens up everybody's back to running them streets no no i'm sorry i must disagree marcus <laughs> some of them will be running the streets most of them running to mcdonald's now <laughs> some will be forever changed it uh, is a, a high possibility i mean i'll admit like once you get in that like bad habit of oh i feel like crap well i already feel like crap might as well eat a donut it's hard to break that cycle <laughs> Felt that yeah. way earlier today. That was that was my month of May. <laughs> Here's the thing: we can still be doing the emotional eating now, but at least the gyms are open. Remember, during yes. COVID, the gyms were closed for like seven months. We could not work out, well, at least not work out at the gym. Unless you're an insane person like me. Yeah, you could you could work out at home. You can. No, uh, yeah. or, oh, or Joey getting COVID and going to gyms because Joe, Joey does that. You got COVID, Joey. I was just rolling around with sweaty people. Oh, that's right. That jo Joey started jujitsu during COVID. That's kind of weird. Joey, Joey. I picked. I picked during COVID to get really intimately familiar with strangers. <laughs> Joey chose the one time they said don't touch anybody to go touch people. I don't understand. <laughs> Deeply. <laughs> Deeply touch. And find different ways. Like the whole point of jujitsu is find different ways to touch people. Like that's the whole point of it as a sport. How many ways can you touch someone at once? Like that's that's jujitsu in a nutshell. Yeah, that's that is about it. Um. So I uh, I I decided that I, I hit an aerobics regimen that seems to work for me. It's called panic attacks. It okay. accelerates your heart rate pretty well. You I've know? been there. I've been there. I know. That, I know. <laughs> I know that. I know that workout. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. This week in Dot Comedy, Joey. What happened? Now I had now I now speaking of panic attacks, 
I had the craziest dream like the other night, right? Like I had a dream that I was I was asleep and I went to uh well I was asleep obviously but I've seen you three of the last four days. When was I gonna hear about this? This was, it, it, this was actually <laughs> la- either last night or last night or the night before that I had this dream. And what in the dream I was uh, me and my daughter were hanging out. Mm-hmm. And then I like dropped her off with her mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I get it now. And somehow, in that moment of dropping her off with her mother, it spiraled into the worst argument I've ever had with a human being. And then it turned into like her sitting at a poker table with a bunch of other like single black women telling her, "Yeah, go get his money. He'll he'll need it no way." And then I just woke up, and my heart was racing, and I was sweating profusely. And I was like, oh, shit, she's trying to kill me. <laughs> That's all I could think when I woke up was, oh, shit, she's trying to kill so me. So she's in, like, the women's version of Evil Bosses is what you're telling yes. me. Yes. Yes. It's the worst, dude. It was the worst shit I've ever, had, ever dealt with. Like, I've been, I've been having those, like, I've learned that I can't sleep on a certain side of my, be- of my body. Like I can't sleep on my or left side. Or you'll have side. negative thoughts. No, no, uh, I can't sleep on my right side. Not that I have negative thoughts. I like I somehow I don't if know I why. Sleep on my right side, then my left brain gets mad. <laughs> <laughs> that is feasible, but I think somehow when I'm sleeping on my right side, my mouth opens when I sleep. So I wake up and I have cotton mouth every time I sleep on my right side, and then I wake up and I'm like. <laughs> And I'll be choking in my sleep because I can't breathe. I hope you're washing that pillowcase. I don't know what the fuck's going on in my life, Joey. I seriously think so. I think I think someone's trying to kill you're me. You're waking up with cotton mouth and drooling. That's not. I'm not drooling. I'm not. Well, I'm not. I think I'm drooling. I don't. Why do you think your pillowcase is moist when you wake up? It's usually like this beard side here. Yeah, like all I, this is wet. If your mouth is open, guaranteed the moist. The reason your mouth is it dry. It could be sweat. It could be sweat. But he has cotton mouth. So, so where's the moisture in his mouth? mouth going? So all. So it's just a weird confluence of, uh, of of problems. You know what I need to do, Joey? It's time for me to lose weight. It's time for me. I think that's what I think. My doctor you has get said it. a CPAP it. machine. I think my doctor said yeah. it enough uh, enough times over the last ten years that I think it's time for me to go ahead and listen to her. I started taking melatonin supplements because I went with way too strong a dose. So I was just kind of like a zombie for like a whole week. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of leveled out and I feel kind of good. Okay. See, I, I think I think if I get a CPAP machine, I, it'll keep me up because mm. it'll be something. Yeah. They don't. I No, I have one. I sleep with uh, what they call the auto titrating BiPAP machine, which only the only thing about that is it, it like phones home. So uh, there's a cellular connection in it. Okay. So your insurance company can know you're using it since they're paying for it. Oh. <laughs> it's true. Uh, you know, they just want to make sure. So what you have to do is, that, I mean, you get used to it, but at first it does feel like you've got the alien face hugger on, mm-hmm. right? Which is oh so sexy when you're having somebody over, right? <laughs> that's my um, fear. That's, my one, that's the one fear I have about doing that. It's like there's no sex after that. Somebody sees you put the the CPAP machine on, forget about it. Oh, it's wow. done. What, what if you have <laughs> so a you've CPAP? You've got to make that decision. What if you have a CPAP and the other person has headgear? Can you just be awkward teenagers awkward together? Couple? Yeah, <laughs> the you just be freaks couple. and geeks together. It'll be it'll be role playing. Old age freaks and geeks. There you go. 
<laughs> yeah, see, I, I just got to get creative. Yeah, I thought about it. I thought about getting a CPAP machine, but then I, I took the sleep study. Mm-hmm. Well, I took the at-home sleep study. And how do you charge me for something I had to do at home? <laughs> how, do you, how do you charge me like $800 for something I had to do myself? Yeah, I'm like, what doctor was involved? I can understand if a doctor had to come and like put the shit on me. I had to read manuals, strap myself together, and then sleep on my back all night. You ever slept on your back? That's the most uncomfortable way. I've way done to a sleep. sleep study, and they like in the center, and the lady had to like come out and sit on the edge of the bed. I'm like, I don't need a mom right now. Like I'm, <laughs> it's uncomfortable. I have wires connected to me, and I can't sleep on my side like I always do. I sleep in the fetal position, knees tucked, head tucked. Leave me alone. Let me rest. And this, like, <laughs> she wasn't even like an auntie. She was like a young person, and it just felt weird to have like a twenty year old sitting there acting like my grandma like it was really strange that seems so funny they're there i'm like i'm not a baby what's wrong with you oh my god yeah it, it's the weirdest place and like i said they charge me money to take the machine first they charge me to get the machine mm-hmm. to take home and then they charge me for the results of the machine that I took home mm-hmm. and then they're still looking for money i told them i ain't paying them I, they called me i said i ain't paying them they sent me a letter. I wrote them back. I wrote back on the uh, bill of sale that they sent me. I wrote, "I ain't paying y'all," and sent it back to them. I was like, "I ain't paying y'all for this shit. This is pointless." I, I am. I if you if you're taking me to court, take me to court. Say, hey, he told us he wasn't gonna pay us. I think this judge needs <laughs> to get involved. But that's the only time you're getting any money out of me, because I'm not paying y'all to do for the work I did. Come get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, I think it's a valid point, honestly. <laughs> Y'all agreeing too much today. It's freaking me out. We've agreed on on multiple topics today, and I think I think that's a sign, Joey. It's a sign that Candace and I are finally getting to the point of being well, together. Did, yeah, Joey. This is the awkward wait, part. Wait, I podcast. gotta I gotta interrupt here, Joey. You just I, when you talked about the young person being granny on the edge of the bed, mm-hmm. I thought they're. That's got to be a porno movie. Going in for the sleep study and then, oh, my God. yeah. Okay, Candace, you know where I'm going with this. All right, so here's the thing about that, Mandy. Um, <laughs> I did a uh, one of these, like, quizzo games on Facebook, and it said, uh, what occupation should you have by what, by what you look like? And what came back was four pictures of the same guy, uh, one of him as a teacher, one as a fireman, one as a doctor, and one was the, was the other one. I don't really remember that, it's but dad, I think. But as those as those three things alone, um, the o- and if the, if the same guy is those three things, he is none of those things. He is a porn star. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Joey's ideal so profession is a porn star. There's a possibility I've missed a calling. I don't know. You look like the guys that, uh, that I look like a lot of those guys that, that play in those, <laughs> that they're in those uh, especially those Eastern Block ones where they go, "Hello, Miss, do you do you want do you want an agent for five minutes?" Okay, wait, I'm telling y'all too much about what I watch. Uh, I went I went down the wrong rabbit hole. Uh, I love that that it's the same accent you use for everything. <laughs> hey, shut up! <laughs> you know I'll do accents. That's your thing. Those are the <laughs> accents are. South African? What? What? No, they're like, oh no, what are you doing in me house? And then they're like, oh, let's have the sex. Like then, <laughs> I will feel better about it. Oh, you can come over anytime. That's what they sound like. 
No, like he goes, "Hey, do you want do you want to make twenty thousand uh, rupees?" And she says, "She says, sure. Okay, these are Czech Republic pornos. I'm not saying I'm perfect, people. Don't look at me this way. I can't. I can see both of your faces. This is why when I say certain things, both of you give me cues, and I go, wait, no, that's not how you're supposed to look at me. <laughs> these are it, it, there's a whole Czech industry of pornography where it go it goes down a rabbit hole. I I don't know why." I don't know why I chose this on that particular month. I have my, my porn is monthly. Like I, I pick different things, and I will will watch certain things on a certain month. Like like uh, Eastern European is is a certain time of the year, and then I do African women, and then I do American black women, and then I do old black women, then I do old white women. It's it's. It, it. See, I jump in here, but it's so much more fun watching you dig this hole. <laughs> You're digging the funny hole right now. <laughs> the ha ha hole is being dug as we speak. Okay. I mean, shit. Candace is trying to discreetly leave the gym because she doesn't want anyone else to hear this conversation. On the off chance that they can, the people around her can hear it through their headphones. She gets in the car. Here's the thing. I have been feeling uh, more well-rested and more energetic. Um, I did realize recently that there is a downside to that, though. Okay. What is that? Ambition. Well, yes. I don't know what happened. Like, I started the week doing, like, three things, Mm -hmm. and then I went to bed, woke up, and was doing seven. Like, I don't understand. I, I think I need to talk to my doctor about, like, compulsory project starting. Oh, you have that. If that is a thing, you have it. I didn't know. Like, I literally like texted my girlfriend, just, and and like, I like, already knew about her. About her time. I already knew it was gonna be bad. So I, the first thing I said was, "Don't be mad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it because I saw her last night, and between last night and this morning, I took on two more projects. By the time, by the next time I talked to her, I was a captain of a football team, and I was leading a sketch, uh, starting a sketch comedy show, and my excuse was that it happened by accident, which, <laughs> which is true. But I am also keenly aware I'm the only person that's ever happened to. Yes, the the amount of things you do and the types of things you do that only happens to you. I don't know what it is about me that causes me to have accidental project leadership. Like, what is? Is that, My is that a sister thing? does this too, and I think what she does is she she keeps herself busy, and it helps her deal with her depression because she doesn't have time to just like sit in her thoughts because she's always something on the schedule, constantly something to do. And I think unconsciously that might be what you're doing. Yeah, Joey, have you dealt with your depression? I literally. So the funny, the scary part is, um, I was writing a letter to somebody who um, a family friend who I hadn't talked to in a long time um, and it's someone I always reach out to on Father's Day and he reached out reached back and, and said you know fill me in on what's going on in your life and he said you know it's it's really hard to you know I hope you can find some quiet time in the world today it's so hard to find quiet time you know you even bring Bluetooth speakers in the shower like there's no it's true uh, no <laughs> quiet time anymore and I literally explained exactly that to him it's like I don't do well in silence or complacency if I'm sitting still something's very very wrong like like it just becomes this like ensuing like cycle of procrastination and self-loathing for procrastinating. <laughs> 
and then and donuts and eating those donuts because <laughs> you feel like shit. That was the month of May, and now uh, I tend to be as long as I can disappear into the noise of overdoing things. Mm-hmm. I don't have to like be locked in a room with myself. Yeah, absolutely. That's what people do. See, I've been there. Busy. They don't have to process their thoughts. And yeah. honestly, it can it can be unhealthy, but it can be a great thing because so, sometimes you're just being very productive. I'm you know, um, it probably just... would be healthier to really identify those feelings and process through them because they're they're still there. You're just ignoring them, but mm. you're getting a lot done. So you're you're dealing with it in a healthy way because you could deal with that shit by alcoholism. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're dealing with it by doing projects, so it's good. This is like the whole like oh no one you know someone doubts you except that the person's me. Like the person that's doubting me is me and so I end up fueling myself by going, "Well, I'll show you." And then like, watch this. I'm going to start a random small business. Look, we're uh we need to schedule uh sex now because I'm too busy. So we're going to start a sex calendar business. Like that's going to be a whole nother thing that we're just going to start tomorrow. Hey I mean, I'm I'm familiar with one of these projects you you just started like today, right? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I mean, you know, last night he says, um, you know, have we ever done a sketch comedy thing with 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 DC Comedy Writers Group? And I said, well, yeah, but I I just want to say I got too much on my plate, blah blah blah. And he's uh, he was like, well. We've got the material. We can do this. Next day, a form, a Google form for people to fill out with all of the (laughs) listings. It was great. It was brilliant. And you really are taking the point on it. But uh, until I go, I can finish uh, it if I wanted to and then I'll stop. Yeah. (laughs) For me, I think ambition is way overrated. I've just come to that point in my life where I'm like, bring bring on whatever government program you have. COVID was great for me. I mean, I got I got the unemployment, I got a Section 8 housing voucher, I've got utilities paid for, and Biden gave me money towards my cable bill. I'm not kidding you. This has been wonderful for me. So I get nothing done. I'm, I love it. <laughs> I'm adoring it. I don't even mind being with myself. I smell a little bit. I should shower more. But <laughs> That happens when you're alone. Somewhere, somewhere <laughs> Lindsey Graham just shat his pants. <laughs> oh, the limbs are giving away stuff. <laughs> Another free program from the Democrats. Yeah, he's having, <laughs> somewhere that's all the Republicans are saying. Somewhere right he's now. having a very hard shit on a toilet. Just, <laughs> just water uh, from the stone. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! But yeah, it's it's been it's been one of those weeks, Joey. Oh, I didn't mention a category. Yes, Asian women. It was a category I didn't mention in that in the cycle of. Uh, <laughs> My yearly calendar of pornography. I want to make sure I include them because someone called me a racist. <laughs> I like Asian women. Ha! Can't be racist then. Yeah. Ha! Do Joey. you though? Uh, <laughs> I'd like them. I like them. I like them when they. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and take the opportunity to move on from that conversation before we. <laughs> what was that, Candace? I didn't hear you. <laughs> that's just quiet so you kind of shit <laughs> oh man but yes joey it has been a long week my friend 
But I'll tell you all about it on the Die Comedy Podcast. Um, but we're going we're gonna to get into some fun stuff, man. We're going to sit down and talk to Miss Mandy Dalton. We're going to have a conversation with her. We're going we're gonna to learn a little bit more about her. All right. I don't forget talking is my hobby, so this may go on for a while. I understand completely. I will, I will keep <laughs> note of that. As we, as we this are, is why we Yeah, just cut me off. You know, cut my mic. Because I'll keep going. It's I, I'm a source of electricity for Pepco. Oh. <laughs> I generate electricity with my mouth. They've got me all hooked up back here. Oh, right. so. That's why your, your lights are so bright in your house. Like, I can never get my lights that bright. <laughs> Power Most around. of it, yeah. I mean, I'm, I glow. <laughs> powering um, a quarter grid of Southeast. Hey, sounds good to me. Yep. Uh, yep. But we're gonna get we're gonna take a quick break, but we'll be back with more fun and more thrills on the that comedy podcast. And this segment of Back County Podcast is brought to you by Carnivals. That's right, Carnivals. It's summertime, folks. You want to have some fun with the kids, have some fun with the family, come on out to the local carnival. You can see a balloon uh, pop with some water in it. Uh, You can see a carny screw you out of your money. You can see kids throw up after spitting in a circle. You never know what you're going to find at your local carnival. Come on down today. And we're back in the Dak County Podcast. This is DJ Marcus, and you were rocking stilettos, ho. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how appropriate this song is for our, our guest this week, Joey. Is it, is it a, what? Is this an appropriate song for our guest this week? I have you no don't, You don't see my feet. I've got stilettos. Yes, stiletto pups. All Here we right. go. There we go. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> oh, man, Joey. We have a special guest this week in the st- on the show yes, from the do. from the DC Comedy Writers Group, Miss Mandy Dalton. Mandy Dalton, welcome to the Dot Comedy Podcast. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. I've been enjoying it. Hope I be- haven't been sticking my nose in too much at the beginning, but no, no, we need that. Yes, yes, that is that is a, that is a definite need here on the Dak County podcast. All right, we love it when our guests are uh, excited about being on the show. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they just sit there and just stare at us, and I'm like, dude, you're here for a reason. Or, or stare at oh no, what? Uh, live feed just ended. I don't know. Oh, one second. All right, right get that get going back, back up. up. We're still recording, so we'll keep on going. Yes. Okay. It'll be just like it never happened. Well, on any format in a minute. Oh, man. But yes, Mandy, so so welcome to the show. Well, we just want Thank to learn you. a little bit more about you. How long have you been doing comedy, Mandy? Uh, well, I've been writing comedy uh, for about, I want to say, 17 years now or thereabouts. Uh, for It depends on how you define comedy. I mean, in a way, I've been doing it since the mid-'80s. In okay. another way, I've been doing it all my life and in another way i've been you know just kind of writing here and there um haven't done very much stand-up i was just sort of starting to play with it Mm -hmm. before the pandemic but mainly the writing i've been you know uh writing jokes for people for beer money occasionally (laughs) i i land something that would actually like 
pay one of my bills. And uh, sometimes uh, mama got herself a Macintosh. Uh, (laughs) But it it wasn't a whole lot of money at it. Um, Actually, before all this, um, I was a professional clown. Now, before anybody panics and says, ooh, I hate clowns, oh, You know, I wasn't the rainbow fright wig, big feet serial killer, right? I was, um, you you know. You weren't like an it clown. No. Okay. No. (laughs) I, I, although I'll tell you what, kids with a little salt and pepper, not too bad. (laughs) Uh, that was really gross. Uh, Um... (laughs) I'm sorry. I just, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I kind of, I I look a little more like um, uh, your nightmare of uh, kind of like, I don't know if you guys ever remember Minnie Pearl. You you guys are probably all too young for that, but there was, Was you know, um, TV or Pee Wee's Playhouse. There was this real hick show on TV in the evening called Hee Haw. Oh, okay. I was just about to say that she was on. I, I was going to call it Hee Haw, but my my <laughs> my grandma used to watch that. <laughs> yeah, so I I got this character who's like cross between her, like this rockabilly chick, and okay. you know I just the whole idea behind the character is that she just can't stop running her mouth. So. It's very natural for me to do that. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so you, so you started out as a writer. Well, you've, you've been a writer. For yeah, a been a writer. Uh, uh, doing, uh, you know, doing the clown thing. It sort of transitioned into somebody saying, "Excuse me, I noticed that you're really funny. Gee, thank you. I noticed that you seem to be able to write clean." I said, "How do you define clean?" <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden I was writing for somebody who made me sign an NDA and I got a little money off of that. And I said, wow, I can even get money off of just writing for somebody else. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then it was a stumbling process. Like one person would tell another person would tell another person. And then it all evolved into, well, Maybe I ought to concentrate on the writing more. And then I went met uh, Wayne Manigo. Okay. Um, and Wayne and I had at various times tried to start writing groups and they never, ever worked out. Okay. And then we looked at each other and we said, we both okay. want to um, do this. We're both and- looking at a way to do this. And then about 10 years ago, we looked at each other and said, we can figure this out. So we put a pinpointing a map at the time it was Duffy's Tavern right across from the 930 club mm-hmm. uh, then we kind of moved it around we ended up at Judy's but it's it's just a pinpoint on the map at the same date uh, day of the week and same time so it was every Monday night eight o'clock if two people showed up there was a meeting of the DC comedy writers group okay. <laughs> That's it, you know, and and that was the magic formula. We did put something up on Meetup, but basically Wayne knew everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. Wayne knows the Pope. He knows Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> he knows Prince Harry. He's trying to work on patching that whole thing up. <laughs> That's Wayne, right? 
And so people would come in and I would develop the exercise. We do do an exercise. We do two exercises in the night. But also the other thing that we hit with the group, and this was Wayne's idea and it was the stroke of genius. He said, why are we just limiting it to comics? Let's open it up to everybody. Okay. And, you know, then that was that was the kicker. Because then not only were you getting the seasoned professionals, but you were getting newbies. And you were getting people who have been writing comedy for years, but they got a government job. They're not allowed to go on stage, you know. So that's how the DC Comedy Writers Group formed. Now we've been at it for 10 years. Um, We've been doing the last year and a half on Zoom. Uh, So we've been able to keep it going but we're looking for a new home. Okay. So. All right. Well, well, Joey LaFaro is looking for another business to open. He can open a nightclub. Uh And every Monday will be the DC Writers Group. Good job, Joey. Got another business. (laughs) I'm going to be an owner of a club the same way Derek Jeter is the owner of the Marlins. (laughs) (laughs) Investing none of my own money, money, just being a human meat shield for someone who does have money that doesn't want to be the face of anything. There you go. That's what that's what I like to hear. I just need a fa- uh, faceless capitalist that wants to uh, wants to make some more money. I have like I'm the idea guy. Just like give me the money and I'll spend it and I'll make more. Hey, if this Dogecoin goes the way it's supposed to, I could be that guy. That's what I'm looking for. A Doge to hit. I'm looking for that dog <laughs> to hit that hit the roof. Uh, well, the, the moon. I guess well, actually, for. completely off topic. Uh, well, not that off topic. Uh, have you heard about HNTs? These are the the new cryptocurrencies. Have you heard about these? I have. The, it, okay, so here's the thing. They're calling it the People's Network. So instead of doing the mining, like the the normal thing where you eat up lots of power and you're solving equations, you get a router. And this router, it's supposed to set up a network for the Internet of Things stuff, like these crazy lamps and lights and shit. And the more of them go out there, then they contact each other. (laughs) And when they agree, hey, you're on the network? Shit, yeah, I'm on the network. Wow, we're both on the network. Then each of these people get a coin. It's called an HNT. And then the more people get these routers and go on this network, they get coins. Well, people are making fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars a week now because they these things are going up everywhere. But we go, Joey. It sounds like chain mail. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Like wireless chain mail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it could work. It's it's going to be it's going to be some way because the stock market is going to play a, a huge role in die comedy coming in the future. I see it happening. I've I've dreamt about it a couple times, and you know how my dreams go. They're reality. <laughs> but <laughs> but, Mandy. So who are some of your uh, comedic and just just influences in the business that you would say? Well, uh, definitely. I'm I'm really into Lily Tomlin mm-hmm. from way back. Most of your audience is going to be way too young for Lily Tomlin. Uh, I I spent a lot of time watching her and Carol Burnett as I was growing up. Um, But, you know, in performance stuff that I do, Andy Kaufman, 
the guy who played Latka on Taxi. Usually yeah. I have to say that for you young folks. Um, the guy who got beat up was, by Jerry Lawler. I'm I, sorry, what was that? The guy who got beat up by Jerry Lawler. And, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I, I know him. That's how, that's how I know him. I know him because yeah, Jim Carrey did a biopic. played him. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't really know much about him. I just know that Jim Carrey like, had a weird like thing with playing him and got way too deep into character and had a whole thing. Yeah, and that's what Andy Kaufman would do. But mm-hmm. I, I don't take that kind of deep dive. And I guess one of my big comedy influences nowadays is, um, you know, definitely, I don't know if I should say this out loud, um, it it's Elizabeth Warren. She's one of my big comedy influences. I know it sounds shitty, but I mean, okay, you know they call they say Joe Biden has all these political gaffes and everything. Have you really listened to Elizabeth Warren lately? I love her to death. I really do. I think she's the smartest woman on the planet. But she's just the gift that keeps on giving. I, I mean, you know, they, you know, asshole had the whole thing about, you know, calling her Pocahontas and, and shit. But that's just the least of her gaffes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and and a lot of them is that she she just has no problem, you know, going right up. And, you know, the, there was the whole T-shirt. She persists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She persists, but um, so do I, <laughs> you know, I mean, and usually that persistence has to do with my deodorant that I'm using. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. This is. Okay. I, I'm sorry. Like I said, Andy Kaufman is kind of one of my influences. I'm a little I'm a little off, a little bizarre. It's all good. We like we love everyone here at Dot Comedy. And we love all different comedy styles. Well, thank you for letting me suck out loud. I really appreciate it. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, it's refreshing because like everybody else gives the same like four comics. Yeah. So uh, it's always good to get a different uh, a, a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Definitely is. Oh man. So what do, you, what do you have going on with you other than other than DC Comedy Writers Group? Uh, you have Hold any- on. I just wanted to jump in before we stop talking about DC Comedy Writers and say that's where I got my comedy start. So I actually thank you. Where I got my comedy start. I'd always wanted to do comedy, but the first time I really like got into it was when I lived in DC and I started coming to those um, those meetings on Mondays. And then you guys gave me all the information about where I could find open mics, and you kind of I worked on my first three to five minutes with you guys in that you know workshopping it there. But that's where I got my start. Thank you, thank you, and and. Thanks for saying that. I, I mean, yeah, we've had a lot of people come through the group who've been really successful. You're one of them. Uh, uh, then we also, we've had Kasha Patel come through the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had um, uh, Leon uh, Scott. We've had um, uh, Gaston. Of course, his name is Gaston. Orlando Gaston Aziz. But uh, he, everybody knows him as Gaston. We've had, um, oh, gee whiz. I'm, you know, I, it, it's, this is the problem with getting to my age, guys. <laughs> People who I have seen forever and I, all of a sudden it's like my mind goes blank. I can't 
do this anymore. But uh, Ralph Cooper was a big inspiration for us. He gave us our, our first rule with the group, which yep. is if you're offended by anything, fuck you. There you go. Yeah. I hope that was allowed on this program. Oh, yes. <laughs> Marcus just listed his porn searches. I think you can say fuck. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm not done yet. Um, but oh, no. it's uh, it's it's only it's only the beginning of the show. Uh, but yeah, it, are there any other things you're working on, Mandy, that we that we can find yet? Uh, well, eventually I am going to pick up where I left off and actually try this uh, stand up thing. Um, which I've always wanted to do, but it, it, because I was a clown and hustling birthday parties, I didn't want to end up on that YouTube search, like the one mom does just to make sure, okay, let me make sure she's not a pedophile, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and that kind of thing. So, but now I don't really give a rat's ass anymore. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, I've twisted my last balloon. <laughs> Those are phallic looking things anyway, aren't they? <laughs> you know, I mean, why I have not been arrested for some of the things I've twisted for kids, you know, when I, I okay, this is, here's a, a story. So I was, I was doing a show um, and you, you it was one of these, line, Mandy, what I've twisted my last balloon is a great line. <laughs> <laughs> it broke me for a minute there. It gets better. So I'm at this, um, I'm at this kind of one of these ballroom, stupid ballroom gigs that they like hire a bunch of entertainers for, you know, DJs know this, that they always get like balloon twisters and the popcorn poppers and, you know, all that shit, uh, to try to add atmosphere to a themed event. So I'm twisting the balloons and then, um, Shall we say, I, I better not say his name. So like this guy who you would know if you were recognized, big guy, very long, dark hair, does magic. Anyway. Eddie Lyle. Chris <laughs> Angel. Now this was a totally different time. To- totally different time, right? David and, and wanted to make me laugh, mm-hmm. to bust out, right? Mm-hmm. And there wasn't much that would take it, but you know, one of the things guys used to do all the time to each other is like come up behind you and go, I can do that with my dick. And then just walk away. And you're just like, you're in the middle of it. You're just, you know, you're, you can't even keep it in. <laughs> it's just, and everybody's whine, wondering why you're, you're busting up all of a sudden. Oh. And, so uh, anyway, but I I have had people come on to me while I'm doing balloon twisting. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some guys get turned on by the way you're handling those things. <laughs> so I was thinking about your porn uh, list there. Why don't you check out balloon porn? <laughs> don't, don't do Look, he's idea. getting don't. right for the phone. <laughs> she didn't mean now. <laughs> Tell me it doesn't come up. That's, oh, of course, it's gonna come up. It's gonna you... come up. This is, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the this internet. Twenty twenty one. That's gonna come up. Uh, B. Make sure I can spell it. B O L L O N. That's not how you spell balloon, is it? 
So, hey, Marcus. Two L's, two O's. Two L's, two O's, Marcus. I think we've gotten to that point of the interview where we got to ask, who would Mandy be at the Dot Comedy Cookout? Uh, Mandy. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you really did look it up, didn't you? <laughs> I'm, I'm not. You can't give a, him that rope. He will hang himself with it. It's just most of it's women bouncing on balloons, which is which is not bad at all. <laughs> or women, or just random women, sexy balloon, where she she's laying on a balloon. I don't I don't know what 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 is this? That's, <laughs> okay, now he's thoroughly distracted. Now you want right, to know right. you want to know who I'm going to be at the dot comedy <laughs> picnic. Dot comedy so it's like your drunk condo. So what the drunk uncle or what what's that? She would be the aunt that shows up, mm-hmm. and everybody's happy to see her mm-hmm. except her sisters and brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is so my family! <laughs> that is so my family. The fun aunt. Yeah, all uh, the fun aunt. So all all the all the nieces and nephews run over. Yeah, I'm Mandy, I'm Mandy, I'm Mandy. But your mom is like, get, get the hell away from Mandy. Actually, actually, my nieces and nephews, when I show up, they start going like this. That's them. They're they're like, uh, you know, for the for the folks not watching who don't see the video, um, they're they're the ones who kind of go all emo and goth and start when Mandy and and her sister, their aunt, their mom. Uh, start talking about our various medical conditions and body issues. You're like, really? I don't want to hear about Aunt Mandy's colonoscopy one more time. Oh God, you're like so embarrassing. <laughs> yes. I can't believe you're talking about this right now. All my friends are here. And it's I, my graduation. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, that's it. I, I mean, they're the they're kind of like, please, please, just don't talk about your body. Don't, uh-huh. don't. And although, I, I mean, can I tell one last story, or way right over ahead. time? Right all right, all right. So, speaking of colonoscopy, so I did have a colonoscopy at one point, and okay. I'll table that. But let's just say they dis- decided they needed to do a follow up study, which was called a capsule study. And uh, it's basically, it's like you swallow this horse pill, but the horse pill is a camera, a microphone, and a Bluetooth connection. Mm. And when you swallow this thing, what they're doing is they're recording. You have to wear this monitor on your side, Mm -hmm. and you got to carry it around with you all day long. And it basically takes a look at everything while it's going down into your system and recording it and also sending it back to like the home office. I don't know, uh, the control room. And, uh, yeah, it's like something out of a science fiction movie. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's going and he's like, you know, the guy who's given it to me is like, do you want to take a look on the monitor? And I was like, no, I really don't. (laughs) So, uh, he says, okay, you can go. This isn't like the colonoscopy. Just come back later and 
you know, the camera will come out and we'll take the recording. Give us I'm, our camera back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess they take it back. I don't know. But anyway, the Bluetooth connection, you know, like I'm going to my car. I got an old Toyota RAV4 with CarPlay. I get into the car, turn the ignition, and all of a sudden I'm hearing, my car was bumping my my colon <laughs> like a low rider. I mean, it was like jumping up and down with with each beat. And I could have sworn I was hearing apple bottom jeans in the boots with the fur. I, I thought that that was what I was hearing. And then when it suddenly dawned on me that the Bluetooth connection was made, I was like, I wonder if I can connect this to my sister's phone <laughs> and just, and like text it and email it to her. So anyway, that's my story. So These are saying, the stories I tell my niece and nephew. So, uh, <laughs> so if, let me get this straight. Basically it was like inner space with dubstep and Tom Cruise in a fat suit dancing inside your colon. That's it. There we go. Okay. There you go. All right. Oh, oh man. But we are happy again to have you here with us, Thank uh, you. Mandy. And we're going to take a quick break, Joey. Okay. And then we're going to talk about some crazy shit going on in the world, man. You, you can't give us a rundown of what's going on in this crazy world. Uh, we got uh, lizards uh, attacking humans. Uh, we have uh, the SNL. We found out about uh, an old SNL rivalry um, this week. And then uh, Myron Gaze finally getting a movie. Oh, man, I'm happy to hear that, man. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a quick break, Joey. Okay. And we'll be back with more fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. We settled in and we settled down In this quiet little seaside town You were the rock I built my world around And life won't ever break it We are one And this segment of the Back Alley Podcast is brought to you by Funyun Onion Rings That's right, Funyun Onion Rings You ever had a good snack that tasted good going in And made you feel like ass coming out? Funyun onion rings. That's right. They're good for you. Good tell you to the last bite, but they feel horrible coming on the way out. Funyun onion rings by Uts. That's right. Uts me. Funyun onion rings. And we're back in the Dot Comedy Podcast, and we are two true believers here in the Dot Comedy Studio, along with two beautiful young ladies. And we are, we are, we are getting through. Is that is that Darius Rucker? It sure the fuck is. Greatest, greatest troubadour in America. <laughs> Love me some Darius. This is my favorite album. I, I listened to it for a Next whole song. Next time play Wagon Wheel. That's my jam. <laughs> I think he gets that same request at his shows. <laughs> Do Wagon Wheel. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> I mean, that's a classic. You can't go wrong with Wagon Wheel. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, we're back in the Dak Audi podcast. Joey. We're about to get into something, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I was Googling Funyun onion rings. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what Funyuns are? You you have never had a green bean casserole? With Funyuns with, Yeah. You got to have either Funyuns or those French's no, 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 onion no, no, no. I know what Funyuns straws. are. They're made by Frito-Lay. But I don't know what Funyun onion rings by Uts are. 
Okay, that's how we don't get sued. Uh, let's make sure we're, we're maintaining the status quo here. We're trying not to get sued. How, does, how does misattributing a product <laughs> avoid legislation? People just think she we're stupid. They won't sue. When they think we're stupid. No, no, no. That's exactly when they sue, when they think you're stupid. Uh, Jesus Christ. Coincidentally, there may be a Prime Day deal uh, for Funyuns. Funyuns. Uh, You might want to check that out. Yeah, Prime Day. (laughs) Buy this useless crap on this time limit. (laughs) We love Prime. You spent twelve ninety nine a month just to buy this shit on one day out of the year. That's great. Hey, look at this small business item. It's a McDonald's. popcorn maker for your microwave. Because <laughs> bags aren't cool anymore. Oh, Candace, what you eating? Curry goat. Curry goat. Oh, man, that's the, that's the best healthy meal after the gym. Go. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Just... Well played. <laughs> Protein after the gym, right? Yeah, I approve. Mm-hmm. Curry goat, curry goat is curry goat is a uh, is a pro is high in protein. Want some curry goat? Oh man, that's not true. I want bacon and cheddar. I don't know why. I've been having a craving. Bacon and cheddar. Might be pregnant. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, it's possible. You never know. <laughs> you know who can't get pregnant though, Joey? Who? These nuts. <laughs> Got hey. Got Or maybe someone else is pregnant and you're feeling the cravings. Oh. I hope not. You know who's pregnant? Anybody who's near Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Segway. That is that is functionally true, Joe. He is expecting his seventh child, having had four kids within six months with three different women. Okay. I repeat that because it sounds like a word problem from high school. Nick Cannon. Go ahead, Joey. Is expecting his seventh child. Having had four kids with in six months with three women. Okay, let me say this. He's a gigolo. Yes, perfect, perfect song, Marcus. I'm a um, DJ. <laughs> but I will say this: he has more than one multiple birth. So four of his seven kids are twins. So it is seven kids, but it's only like four pregnancies. So it's to stop it's fucking around with blue chew. Yeah, he's he huh? taking them blue chews. <laughs> them blue chews keeping him hard too long. I'm yeah. just saying, four out of the seven kids were two sets of twins. So that makes it sound a little less horrible. So here's the thing. No, it doesn't. Weird. I don't understand. I don't understand your logic. I got one. And uh, and putting another put another six behind that one is a goddamn. Because if you t- if if I tell you I have five kids, but I have one set of triplets and one set of twins, that's only two pregnancies. Look, look. You see what I'm saying? Can Still, it, five people came out of your vagina. At minimum, <laughs> at minimum, we're talking about three pregnancies over six months. That's two it, months per per have a baby mama. It's still crazy Mormon, isn't it? Yes. It what is. Is Antonio like Cromartie is doing? <laughs> yeah, it, that's who did it. Antonio Cromartie had like. 17. Antonio Cromartie has like 21 children. Like him and Flavor Flav have the same number of kids. The only person, like I think Philip Rivers also has like nineteen kids, but I, I think he's just like has his wife trapped in a bed somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Flavor Flav has a lot of kids. Um, Money Mayweather has a lot of kids. Um, there are like a couple of them that have like. <laughs> is that, is that why he keeps doing exhibition fights? Yeah, that's oh, why he had to do that Jake Paul he, fight. He literally said, called it a heist. Like he knows, like. <laughs> 
you paid for that fight, you're an idiot. Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, but yeah, so Nick Cannon had another baby. I think and he's got funny. another one on the way. So first this- of all, that dude is winning because one of his baby mamas is Mariah Carey. Okay, if you got baby mamas is with she? that kind of upper echelon yeah. status, you're doing something. <laughs> she like had it. a baby. I know they were. She had twins. Okay. She's one of the. She's one of the parents of his twins. Yeah. His first set of twins were by Mariah Carey. Was yes, with Mariah Carey, a boy and a girl. Their names are Moroccan Morocco and Mirage. Or, or Mar- no, no, it's Moroccan and Monroe. Yeah. Whatever. It, yeah. Listen, I I'm looking at this this article from this this hot ninety seven point five Las Vegas. Him and Mariah Carey were married for like six or seven yeah. years. Did you not know that? I did know that, but I didn't know if they had babies because she's a lot older than him. Okay. You know she couldn't have babies. He is a baby. <laughs> he was when they met. Now he's now he's a rapper named Little Child Support Payment. Jeez, <laughs> oh, ow! Not little. <laughs> this dude. That's a big child support payment. Right there, <laughs> here's the here's the thing. Um, but I think all his baby mamas got money. Here's the thing. They got this photo set up with all of the babies and the mamas, mm-hmm. and they're all smiling because they're all happy. But. Wouldn't you, at some point, like, if you were, like, towards the end of that cycle, wouldn't you be concerned? Because, like, you're now, like, six months, three pregnancies. Well, here's the thing. He wasn't, like, with any of them. Like, like none of them were his girlfriends. None of them were his wives. So why are you out here raw-dogging three women at a time? That's just unsanitary. Why are you, why am I why out here raw-dogging one at a time? Why are you raw-dogging Nick Cannon without birth control? <laughs> when you know he's like a rabbit, like that boy is fertile. Hey man, sometimes why sometimes. is he okay? Not on them. Like why is he not trying to stop it? Like he knows how fertile he is. Because he wants kids. <laughs> he wants he that rep. He's wanted. He's wanted kids. He's wanted a bunch of kids his whole life. He's he's talked about it in interviews. He's always wanted a bunch of kids. And I well, think, he got it. <laughs> hey man, if so, he gets his football team before Joey. And he just waits. He finds out that uh, that that he's not gonna have. Uh, He's got a ticking clock, so he has to go through as many uteruses as possible to get this. <laughs> he's got a whole basketball team and two subs right there. His like balls he- are going to turn into a pumpkin when he turns, what, 40? 40. So he's, he's trying to stop this. That's when he got to stop. See, but think he's a good dad. He spends time with all his kids. He does spend time with his kids. He's not a. He's not like it's, you know, like he, we're we're looking at it from the from the baby daddy perspective. He's not a baby daddy. We, we, he's, yeah. He's, he's done. He's he, he's picked very good women to be his children's mothers. Like yeah, all of them have their have own money. money to support the kids and yeah. time to see them all. You know what I mean? If you have money and time as a resource, yeah. then fine. Have that many kids. It's not really a problem. Hey, keep fucking. Keep I'm just on. trying to figure out the logic, like. Of the the mindset of the person who's like the 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 last last of the three in the six months, like what? <laughs> Joe, Joey's really worried about that last woman. I I, I that can, like I can understand like oh I thought it was gonna work and it didn't work, but like you just saw it happen twice. Like what? Hold on, Joey, you gotta look this up. There's an episode of Ayanla Fix My Life. This guy had I want to say like thirty two kids with eleven or twelve baby mamas. And like each time you, she man. asked me, he, she asked him, she's like, why do you keep doing this? And he and it was like he believed every time that this is going to be the last one. And this is going to be the one that I make a family with and, and settle down. And it just kept happening. And he has like a dozen baby mamas and 30 some odd kids. It's 
it's and he's like not a, a smart person and shouldn't be producing more not smart people in the world. Know who's not smart? This girl in these balloons. <laughs> She's going to get static cling. I told you. She's going to mess around and get static cling on herself. Well, I got to say, I, I, I think it's Nick, burst. Cannon, it's so Nick Cannon is just trying to start a compound. It is like one of those Mormon sect compounds. See, that's what, that's He's going to build it out. He's going to build it out. He's going to have a bunch of different houses and just visit them all one at a time, right? Branch Canadians. He's getting yes. ready to move there to Utah. The Branch Canadians. He's getting ready. To, <laughs> it's still polygamy's still legal in Utah, right? The, 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 that's a no. Thing. It's not. That's what I, I. I think that it isn't. But it's like if they're doing it, everybody just kind of goes as long as it's I mean, not a child bride. You know? <laughs> If you want to, if you want to sleep with like twenty different women and they're all okay with it, that's fine. This dude wants to have wives. He don't want to have wives. He want to have wives. He would have married one of them. I think he wants to have wives, but he knows it's gonna. He already. He just is getting his getting back on his feet after the whole anti-Semitism thing. It, it gave him back wilding out. So he getting yeah. checks. Right. Getting wilding out checks. He, so, he getting, so he needs back to getting he, the Viacom. He still checks. needs to lay low for a little while before he can come out as a polygamist. Well, I don't think I don't think Mariah Carey is going to sign up for the polygamy part. Uh, she already did. <laughs> she's realized. I don't, I don't think she's going to go. All right, yeah, I'm part of this. I'm part he of this. signed her up. Yeah, he did. He wrote, he wrote her name on it. He incepted her. <laughs> oh man, what else is going so on? He's the oldest days? one of his kids, so she's like the original. She's like the queen of the baby mamas. If they do start this compound, she's yeah. going to be like. She has the biggest house. Life. Well, she would have the biggest house anyway because she'd be the richest of all the baby mamas. Speaking of exactly. 90s yeah. heartthrobs, uh, Selma Hayek has no plans to stop posting bikini photos, and she doesn't need to, even though she's 56. She is everything. Let that woman post her selfies. Do you hear me? She's I'm sorry, 54, 54. Selma Hayek can get it. I watched her in uh, the the Hitman's Bodyguard the other day. Yep, I was like, yeah, she and that was. I just saw the her? sequel, and it, yeah, damn, like, well, she can get it. Who's complaining Hold about on. this? Her, Halle Berry, J Lo, all fifty something years old. Let Halle them post Berry? their shit. They look amazing. Who the hell yeah. is Halle Berry? <laughs> God damn it! That's oh, the- that's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. <laughs> Uh, I know, I know he does. (laughs) (laughs) But I gotta say, so like I'm only one year older than she is, and I can guarantee you I'm happy for people to take a picture of me in my bikini. I don't think they want to. The iPhone was not designed for taking a picture of me in, in a bikini. I can guarantee you that it will break. It will. Somebody will want to see it. True, they maybe, have balloon porn. Maybe, so maybe, me maybe around, I'll do a balloon porn. Me around June, July. That's usually me around June, July. <laughs> 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 I can't count on that one. There's like three guys that are that are probably really into that, but they all have the personality of uh, Hayden Christensen from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> they all have they all have uh, Anakin Skywalker's personality. Yes, not necessarily Hayden Christensen. Yeah, same Anakin person. Skywalker. <laughs> Selma Hayek just looks gorgeous. I think she should keep doing it. And 
even if she does end up getting the saggy breasts and the saggy, just keep doing it. I don't think just, it's possible. If that hadn't yeah, happened by now, it wasn't going to. genetically impossible. Ain't nothing yes. sagging on this woman at all. Not a My damn goodness. thing. There's no such thing as rich women with saggy breasts because they can go get them tucked up. You know. Good point. Good I don't point. think she's had work done, though. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love I your reaction, Kim. I haven't done a okay. deep dive, but they don't look like they've been altered. Okay. Uh, hey. <laughs> I'm no expert. Whatever that. Oh, she like old. Uh, see, there go another one. She, got, she like. She like. The, I mean, they were featured. She, she got Candace problems. I just saw the movie was the movie, and they were featured in the movie. So yes. I mean, prominently featured in the movie. It, it was well, yeah, but I saw the sequel, so it was even more recent. More, yeah, because because you got you got the hitman's wife's body gun. Yeah. God damn. That's what the whole movie was about. <laughs> Those and Morgan Freeman. It was her boobs and Morgan Freeman. It was the reason to go see a movie. And a movie starring Samuel L. Jackson and, and, and Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. The stars were Selma Hayek's breasts and Morgan, and Morgan Freeman. Freeman. <laughs> that's, how, that's how good you know they are. And Antonio Banderas for no reason at all. They keep giving Antonio Banderas roles. Huh? He's in the new one. What role does he play? He plays like the, he plays the evil Evil King of Greece. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Yeah, uh, one the one thing um, about these movies, the plot's stupid. <laughs> so if, don't go in expecting a plot. Just go to see Ryan Reynolds be Ryan Reynolds and and um, uh, Samuel Samuel Jackson, Jackson stare at him motherfuckerly because that's basically <laughs> the plot of the. That's what all the plot you need. Very true. Um. They keep giving Antonio Banderas roles, like uh, in the last Expendables movie, mm-hmm. he just appeared, and, they were, and he he wasn't even like supposed to be one of the Expendables. They just he just on the fringes. They were like, "Hey, he's like, I want to join the team," and they were like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. We'll put you in the movie. Just go stand over there. Yeah, that's basically how it ended up. <laughs> and he, he has some. They make him have like some crazy backstory. He's in the movie for five minutes. He's not even one of the guys. <laughs> There's so, some actors you're just always pleasantly surprised to see. Um, but he's not one of them. No, he's not. Like who? Like who's like? Give me an example. Who, who's who's an actor? You're like, oh, he's in this. Cool. Chuck Norris. You're always pleased to see Chuck Norris. If, if Chuck Norris pops up in a movie for any reason, it's it, it's like, oh shit! I have mixed Hold feelings on. about Chuck Norris. One of my favorites, people that pop up, and I'm so happy to see him every time they're in a movie. Jason Bateman, I love him. He's underrated. Really? really? Yeah, that's what both of us have the same idea. Every time I can see that. Movie, I'm like, oh shit! Jason Bateman's in this. I love that guy. I could take him or leave him. He's yeah. not. He doesn't move the deal for me. Uh, oh my god, he's so funny. He's got that slow, like sarcastic humor. He just he's has hilarious. that like impish face, and it. And I kind of want to punch it. Owen he's Wilson, hilarious to me. Owen oh, Wilson. Wilson. Owen Wilson. Seeing Owen Wilson in um in Loki, kind of kind of made me go. That's not a surprise appearance. He's a he's he's a, he's, he's a co-star in the show. <laughs> but I'm like, he doesn't belong here. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, his face makes something comedy automatically, yeah. and that was supposed to be a serious moment. <laughs> um, for me, it'd be I'm always happy to see Christopher Walken and Bill Murray. That's yes, those oh, yeah. Bill can, Murray. Yes, just every single time. <laughs> well, when Bill Murray shows up, you know it's it's an unexpected thing he's in because he don't do nothing. <laughs> 
He just plays himself. <laughs> so he just shows up and he's like, I'm Bill Murray. And that's Literally you. did that in Zombieland. Did yeah. that in Zombieland and in uh, Ghostbusters, in the new Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> Another one you always like to see, John Malkovich. Always welcome. Yes. Yes. Welcome. Well, speaking of Bill Murray. Uh, what happened with Bill Murray? We got some, uh, there was an interview starring one of his former late Saturday Night Live, uh, sorry, his former Saturday Night Live co-stars, Jane Curtin. Okay. And uh, they were looking back on some uh, footage uh, that was of a fight between him and Chevy Chase. You know what? When it, when you when you told me about this this article, um, the first thought came to my mind was, yeah, I can see that uh, <laughs> because like a fist fight. <laughs> it seems like that those two, yeah, yeah, that was a fist fight. Because it just—it seems like Chevy Chase would be taking something way too seriously. It's hard to picture because <laughs> like, Bill be like, "You need to sh- chill the fuck out." I can only picture like Chevy Chase as like as the character Pierce from a Community, mm-hmm. and I can't imagine what fighting Bill Murray. Like, I don't. Was Bill Murray oh, being oh. Bob from What About Bob? Because I remember like Richard Dreyfuss <laughs> wanted to kill him in that movie. Hey, okay. Having been somebody who saw the very first season live of SNL and knowing that Chevy Chase only lasted one season, mm-hmm. everybody knew they had had a fist fight. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew that everybody hated him. And in fact, if you if you Google it, Chevy Chase is like one of the most hated actors to work with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the industry. And so I can totally see this. His community um, uh, cast hated him. Everybody hates him. Yeah. Uh, the community cast but, said he was a racist. <laughs> to Donald Glover, of all people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like. No, uh, he yeah. was kicked off the show. Yeah. So I could see. I could see him knowing what we know about Chevy Chase. Yeah, I could see Bill Murray punching him in the face, and then them falling over the craft services table. That that is that is exactly how I think it went. I think Bill Murray punches him. Chevy Chase tries to tackle Bill Murray, and they fall over the craft services table. And Laura Michaels comes out and goes, "Guys, stop it, please!" I, and everyone, everyone's like, "Wait, the boss is here. Stop!" See, but I there, don't think. Well, there there was a big deal about the reunion in Caddyshack. Mm-hmm. That was like, you know, the that was like matter and antimatter coming in together for one scene. Everybody was like keeping apart <laughs> and they were only on the set for one scene together. And it's like, OK, mm-hmm. Go, quick, get them apart as quickly as possible. But it was like the Beatles coming back together uh, for some people. It's just they still hated each other. So I don't think Paul and Ringo mm-hmm. hated each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's not that's not the people who hate each other. My yeah, bad. everybody hated Ringo. Uh, but, but I, so I, mean, see, I know Beatles. I'm I'm, I'm I'm a musician. Joey, do you believe that? Because I'm making I'm making I'm making funnies over here in the music scene. And you you ain't even cracking a smile. Can't even see your, your pretty blue eyes today. Oh, <laughs> what else these nuts doing, Joey? Uh. <laughs> That's my transition. <laughs> for the uh, so um, we've done all the uh, other other biopics, but uh, finally they're getting around to Marvin Gaye is going to get a biopic titled "What's Going On," and it's going to be picked up by Warner Brothers and produced by Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. 
All right. All, all positives. Who's supposed to play Marvin? That's a great question because um, Chadwick Boseman's no longer available. Right. <laughs> Since Chadwick Boseman played in every biopic. He's been in every biopic. Like, <laughs> like, like, I hate to make that joke, but at the same time, you know damn well. He would have been number one. Hollywood, Hollywood doesn't have any other moves. <laughs> It'll be the kid who played Dr. Dre. Yeah. You know who I'd like to see play him? Who? Andre 3000. I can see that. I don't I, know if he'd make a good Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye wasn't that eccentric. No, he, no, he'd have to dial it back. He'd have to be like he was in Idlewild. He would have to play the character like he played in Idlewild. But I think I think Andre's got the, Music the appreciation. And appreciation. I think he knows the. Yeah, I think he could get into the character, and I know he has some acting chops that that a lot of musicians don't typically have. Who would Who would fit? <laughs> That's just such a sad actors. story to tell. You know his father killed him, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's just such a sad story to tell. That's probably why they waited so long to make this one, because it's just so sad. Mm. <laughs> I mean, no, they, they probably were waiting for the family to give permission to, to make this one. Because remember, the gay family has to sign off on this oh, whole thing. Oh, we do have a director. Uh, Alan Hughes, yeah. director of Menace to Society, will be directing it. Okay. And uh, the script will be penned by poet, playwright, Marcus Gardley. I'm pronouncing that right. And the, and the estate of Marvin Gaye is directly involved, yeah. and the Motown label is on board, so there will be no issues when it comes to the rights to music and material. There we go. That's what. That's probably what they're waiting more for: Motown to sign off on the music, and the family to sign off on the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah, because you know, if the dad is still if if the dad is still alive, or any other kids are still alive, they didn't want that story told the way it was really done. Right. Where everything happened, right. so they had to wait for some people to die, unfortunately. Yeah, or or they had to give the dad some sort of creative control so he can make himself not look like the bad guy, you know, on the script. Mm -hmm. So that's if the dad's still alive. I don't think dad's dad. I think the dad died not like a couple years ago. In, oh, okay. I, I think he died before two thousand. I, I I remember hearing about it. I forgot we just talked about these two last week because they were opening a school in L.A. Yes. And now they're, <laughs> now they're producing they're, movies. They're they're getting busy. They're getting back to work. There you go. This pandemic gonna be over, and Dr. Dre gonna make him another four or five billion. They got them a Joey LaFaro listed fucking project out there. Don't <laughs> they? they put that oh, list yeah. together during COVID, and they like, yeah. Once we finish this, we, Joey ain't gonna have nothing on us. <laughs> I want them to name an elementary school after Joey. <laughs> Can you imagine what that what that elementary LaFaro school? LaFaro Elementary. Like. Hmm. Oh, we have Dr. Dre open. Can you imagine your kid goes to Dr. Dre secondary school or something? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dre elementary. Well, Dr. Dre well wait, the, the Baltimore School for the Arts, isn't that named after Tupac now? Is it? I don't know. I believe yeah, it is. I, I believe it yeah. is. Yeah. Because he went there. He went there and like I think they lobbied for him to, for them to rename it that. Yeah, uh, and I, I and Jaden uh, Jada Pinkett, I think, before she was Jada Pinkett. Smith, mm, or it might have been somebody else. I think she was the one who was the donor for their big theater and said, like, yeah, I'll write the check. It's going to be named after Tupac. Yeah, yeah of course she did. Here you go. Yeah, she was <laughs> there with did. him. She, was, like, she went to school there with him when they, yeah. when, you know, they were in Baltimore. And she's still been in love with him all these years and cheating on Will Smith. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, okay. I don't completely sure. understand. Hey, entanglement my ass. She cheated on him. 
Uh, and then Will Smith went and cheated with uh, what's that chick with the cross eyes? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the uh, was that uh, Margot Robbie? Yeah, Will Smith yeah. got him into. I'm not saying Hollywood's good, but I'm just saying be be a hundred percent about the shit. Who proposed to who in that marriage? Uh, Will proposed to Jada and begged her for about two years. Uh. <laughs> That's exactly. and then and then Jada's mom made her get married because Jada was pregnant with um, Jaden. Yes. Well then. There's there's a whole backstory to that. I'm telling you, if Tupac was still alive, her name would be Jada Amaru Shakur. Because <laughs> uh, she damn sure still in love with him. Wrote, wrote him a poem on uh, Father's Day. No, his birthday. Not, it was the week before Father's Day. Wrote him a poem on his birthday. Ain't write shit for Will for Father's Day. Had Will out there crying with Kevin Hart on a, at the red table on Father's Day. I'm like, God damn. They treat Will Smith like shit on that show. <laughs> complete shit. It's his house. He bought the whole damn thing. Did, do, do you think that she would have proposed to Tupac if, if that was No. 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 <clears throat> That's not her, that wasn't in her MO. Okay. She would she would still been the independent woman she is. God damn it, I'm trying to set up a topic. You're not helping me. <laughs> uh, do I think she would have proposed? Uh, no. Um, but you know what, Joey? Out in these streets, these women be proposing all the time. Tell them about it, Joey. So. <laughs> trying to fucking figure it out. I don't know what the fuck to do with that. You know, damn he well. He tried this... like three times to set this up and we tried <laughs> You know, I, I, <laughs> this isn't even my idea. It's I'm... out of control, Joey. It's out of your control. Just bring it to your therapist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just take it to your therapist this week. Make notes. <laughs> Make notes on my phone for uh, you know what? Pulling out the stylus. <laughs> you pull the stylus. Go ahead, go ahead. That's Do right. No one's gonna stop you. Go ahead. Talk <laughs> about <laughs> segways. <laughs> there we go. With therapist. Rashida, <laughs> Rashida, your therapist. Okay, are you going to bring up the topic or not? <laughs> I don't know. You want to talk about what about these women proposing in the streets? I don't I don't what, what what you want? Okay. Now, now here is it, the, what's the question there? Is it is it a is it a problem? Do we do we need to solve it? What do we what are we doing here? Women proposing to men. Is this not is, uh, is Let hold on Marcus, please let me go first as uh, it's a woman's topic. It's not Thank a woman's I topic. Will, I will say this. <laughs> If you have to propose to a man, that is not a man that wanted to marry you. Because if a man wanted to marry you, he would have asked you. Period. End of statement. What if you gay though? Hmm? What if you gay though? <laughs> what if Lil Nas X husband, like there's one, one of them's a man, one of them has to get proposed to. <laughs> Okay, first of all, if you're gay, then they're both men. We're talking about men and women. Okay. Can't, can't what if you're non binary? <laughs> I'm all about modern, independent women and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to proposals, I'm pretty traditional. And I feel like if you have to ask a man to marry you, it's somebody that didn't really want to marry you because they would have asked if they wanted to. That's just how I feel. I, I, okay, you got, go ahead, Joey. I, I will save my opinion for last. I feel like at some point, if you have that question of, because there's a question, right? You want to know if a person 
wants to marry you? You can either ask the question and have the answer or be afraid of it, regardless of the gender. And that's and that's really at the end. That's it. Like, that's it to me. It's either you either you are ready to ask that question or you're not ready to ask that question. Either you want to know the answer to that question or you don't. And it's kind of like the this this it's kind of the same thing as shooting our shot. For some reason, you know, we 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 dance around both things. You know, there's a lot of like fear of shooting your shot. And so some people or will avoid doing it because they can live in that that, you know, in between where they don't have to face the reality that the answer is no. And the same thing can ha- can same thing can be true of of a proposal, and some guys do get stuck there. Like we're here's the thing, guys have not been allowed to be insecure for an entirety of time. So like, for a guy to like have just res- have questions because he doesn't know if he's ready, he doesn't know this that or the other, he doesn't know if he's worthy. He might not be. He might be afraid of getting the answer no. And then he's afraid to ask. So I don't I wouldn't think assume that's how that. it happens, though, Joey. What happens is women, I think it's women that get tired of waiting, so they ask him. But the reason why you've been waiting for 10, 12, 15, whatever, is because it's not a man who really wants to marry you, right? But I think when these proposals happen, it's women that get tired of waiting, and so they just ask him. I mean, I wouldn't know. I mean, it, it could be in some cases. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be. And. And to be fair, like yeah, if you don't want to be in a in a in a in a coupling for for over a decade and not be married, you know if you that's that's something for both of you just to establish at the outset of your relationship. Like just be honest about what you want out of it. If you're the kind, I mean, that's completely reasonable. Like it's different, right? Like if you're with somebody and you say. Well, you know, yeah, I kind of want to do this long-term thing. I'd like to get married someday. If you both say that at the beginning and you're 10 years in, then someone doesn't want to doesn't want to face the possibility that that they might not want to get married. The other possibility is you don't really address it. It's and one you know, the person that you're with doesn't really care if you're married or not. They see it the same way. But if it's important to you that we like sign the papers, and and get or have a have a you know covenant in front of a group of people whatever your ritual is or whatever marriage is to you then it it matters differently for some people they might not they might you know go oh well I'm comfortable or complacent why would I change anything and so until unless the partner says yeah but I I I think we should get married and here's why or I want to be married because this and they can go oh well I don't want to get married because I don't believe in it or I don't, I want to get, okay, well, I haven't really thought of it that way. Maybe we, maybe, you know, that's, that's not a bad idea. Why don't we do that? It just depends on how you frame it and what you, you know, how you value marriage. And it's, and that's different for everybody. But I think that the, if you're really, you know, for what you're, the scenario you're putting forth and the, the biggest thing is like, just be upfront about what you, what you want, what your expectations are. And at some point you gotta be, you know, yeah, if if you if the guy doesn't want to get married, then you know if you want to really make sure you know and ask. It shouldn't you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to be afraid to ask. If you let me just jump in here and say Mandy's been eerily silent. I feel like you have an opinion that you're just not expressing on this, I, I, and it might be vastly contrary to what we're saying. So please go ahead. I was going to let Mandy I, go. 
Go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, you go first, Mandy. You go first because my opinion is generally the the one that uh that, that ah we so you are the yes the least the most offensive yes. one. I okay, guarantee. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I I think I I have a middle ground that would actually bring the two of you together. You know, on in some agreement on this. The guys women definitely don't want to marry are the guys that propose in football stadiums. I I mean, I don't know why they think that that is so endearing, but, oh, you know, everybody's cheering it on. So she's feeling like she's pinned, right? (laughs) The crowd's about to turn against her like January 6th. Hold on, let me say something. (laughs) The guys are do the guys who do that. They're doing it with what's special to them. Like they like football, and they like so they're like not necessarily true. They're not really thinking about her. They're just like, oh, this would be so awesome if I do it at a football. You're assuming that though. You're assuming that you're that's coming from. You're assuming that 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 the woman doesn't have a connection to to that That state that. That's sport. I know plenty of women who are really into sports. They're not that. I mean, they're not the norm, but it doesn't mean that they don't exist. And that might be like something that as a couple you share. If you are a couple and part of a big part of your time spending time together is going to like, you know, season ticket holders at a baseball game, that might be your special place. It might be. But that's something again. Yeah. Like if that's your special place. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but but yeah, if you're doing it on your own and you haven't like thrown the idea out there or had the conversation, you know, because that's a very easy one to like not even to like test, right? Because you could just say, "Hey, look at that," and just see her reaction. It's very easy to gauge if she'd be open to it. Let Mandy finish. That's That's okay. Uh, Well, no, uh, basically that was what I wanted to propose for the two of you. But I've been, I was married and uh the guy proposed to me but it wasn't like a serious proposal i didn't realize it but it was more like checklist marriage got it done let's move on to the next thing and um you know he he proposed to a clown (laughs) you know there was a whole bunch of crazy that on his checklist didn't show up um and so when I had a boyfriend later, um, I basically was the one who asked him out. And then we really got to know each other and it was great. Uh, uh, but I didn't marry. And, you know, it it ended up taking a path. I, I don't personally have a dog in the fight one way or the other because I'm just so happy I'm not married now. Mm-hmm. I am so freaking happy that I was not married during the pandemic, because the one thing that I had going on here, which was beautiful, is that I could fart and not have to worry about anybody else smelling it. Okay. Well, if you're at the point That's of getting married, you know, though, that person should be accepting that. Like, that should be, you shouldn't have to worry about that if you're at the point where you're getting married, in my opinion. No. Don't fart near me or in my house. I told, I told my last wow. You don't get to fart in the house. Even if she wifey, though? No. Yeah, I love you. I, I, I'm going to treat you. I'm going to treat you the greatest in the world. Fart in my house. See, see how quick we get this uh, this 30 minute divorce. Fart in my house. Wow, really? Divorce. That's the pettiest, most childish thing I've ever heard. Divorce. 
Especially one of those ones that that's at that special time for him. What if it's under that the blanket? Those, huh? So it doesn't permeate throughout if the If it's under my blanket, no. That means it's going to be hot and stinky under my blanket. I ain't got time for them. What if it's cold? <laughs> <laughs> and she does it under the blanket. No, nah, I'm just playing. I'd, I'd have had women fart around me. It's, it smells like roses occasionally. Wow. <laughs> but you know that as Andre 3000 told us, roses really smell like do, do, do. All right, so Marcus, what's your take on this, this okay. argument? All right, so <clears throat> I need women to do this one thing for me, um, so that we can we can live peacefully in this in these United States of America. Uh, stop doing man stuff if you don't want man responsibilities. Okay, if you don't want if you if you want to be the man in this relationship. Then cool. Start calling me your wife if you want to take that control. Because if you propose to me, I'm the wife. Guess what, goddammit? And I'm staying home and I'm raising the kids. I ain't working right. no more. I, I will not be. I will not be proposed to. I will. It, I, that'll be the end of our relationship. If you decide, hey, you know what? Me, me and Marks have been together for the last five years. And I think I'm gonna propose to him. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna put get down on one knee and get a, get his ring for him. You know what I'm gonna look at? I'm gonna tell you. I need you to stand up right now. If your family and friends are here, I need you to apologize to them for coming out and wasting their time. But we're gonna talk about this when we get home. I don't understand the whole. So you're saying that you would feel emasculated exhibition. if she proposed to you? Is that what you're I, saying? I didn't say I feel emasculated. I said you are you are emasculating me. I don't feel any different. You are literally emasculating me. You are telling me because again, as the Bible states that you're supposed to come under my covering, that means it's not your choice. When we get married, yeah. it's me. The Bible does state a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. They yes. don't really say anything about the wife finding a husband. Right. They do do it the husband. The, the husband should treat the your, your husband should love his wife the way that Christ loved the church. That's exactly that, these are the these are the tenements of how we're supposed to treat each other. I find a good woman. According I treat her to good. Two thousand year old people. Okay. These okay. These don't have anything to do with. Barely read. These don't have. This this is a problem, Joe. Wow. Why they got to be illiterate? (laughs) Because it was 2,000 years ago. They were. It's not like. They read, Joey. They they, wrote. Somebody wrote the Bible. They had to be literate. I said barely literate. So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing about that, Joey. Those principles. Those principles are part of the. Are part of the. Do you know how meticulous and insane you have to be to spend that much time writing back then? You're trying to not get eaten. You're trying to find your next meal. I'm going to sit down and write this book. There weren't that much eating of people going on. (laughs) Just that prehistoric Bible here. They believed in dragons. They thought they were getting eaten. (laughs) So, Marcus, it sounds like you have very strong traditional gender roles in your head. So, right? I I do. Let me ask but you. But I also, but I, okay, hold on. Let, let me let, let, let me finish. Let me finish because I had to get it all out. Yeah. Now I also feel that to bring it to the current, if you're in my house, you have to support the house in some way, shape, or form. So I don't believe in housewives. That's not my personal opinion. I don't believe that a woman should stay in the house and just be, and bear kids and clean the house. That's not that's not what we need to do. I can clean the house my damn self. So I need you, if we're going to be making money, I need you to be out there with me making money. Now, if you say, hey, I had a kid. I'm not feeling like going back to work. Okay, cool. 
this house going to need to be looking a certain way when I come home every day. It's that simple for me. And I, and I'm not saying I'm not saying you you don't have to do it. If you want to buy you want to hire a maid, cool. Go buy go get a job and hire a maid. These are the things that I I don't I don't look at women as subservient to men. You are your submission is the mission that God has for our family. Whatever we whatever we're, whatever we're doing as a family, that's what you submit to. I'm submitting to it as well because it's not my will; it's God's will. So that's what that's how I look at the traditional marriage as a whole. It's not it's not me. This is the way it's supposed to be because if we did things the right way, we wouldn't be at how many? What what's the percentage of divorces in America, Joey? Fifty percent. What's the right way? Yeah, but that that has like nothing to do with it, anything not. in the Bible. In yeah, fact, in fact, ninety percent of the reason we have that is because of people. Going off of the Bible shit. No, no, that's not true, Joseph. The reason it's not true is because if you if you look at the Bible, if you actually if you actually got married based on biblical principle, there's no what nothing actually, in there about how to have a relationship that's successful. Yes, there is. Just explain no, it to you, Joseph. I just explained it to you. You want me to get the scriptures? I got them. I got them. I got all of them, bruh. I know. I know where the Bible tells us that we're, how we're supposed to treat each other, and how we're, how a man is supposed to treat his wife, how a, how a wife is supposed to treat her husband. If we did these things the right way, there would be no gaps in the family structure. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It's not about. But that's not why people get divorced. They don't get divorced because of gaps in the family structure. No, because you start off wrong. No, 90 percent of the reason why people get divorced because you start off wrong. If you start off with all the issues, like I'm not saying. You got to be perfect, and you got to not not have sex before marriage, and not hold hands, and not do all that shit. That shit. Well, the Bible says those things. No, the Bible says do not commit adultery. The Bible does not say do not have sex before marriage, and there's no written law in the Bible that says do not have sex before marriage. It says do not commit adultery. Adultery is the commission of sex outside of a marriage. If you say you're gonna marry a person, and that person is the only person you're with, I'm pretty that sure is it not says adultery. you can't have sex with anybody that's not your wife or not your okay. husband. Okay, you- I I just want to point out I have to step in here. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Marcus, I I love you, but you're using the Bible here. Now, if I remember right, the Pharisees kind of were testing Christ, mm-hmm. and they were asking him about adultery. And what did he say? He said that if you so much as think. About another man's wife, you're basically okay. Okay, so you're the man looking at balloon porn right now. (laughs) I'm single, Mandy. So I, but you know, I'm just saying that there might be another man's wife that you're looking at on the balloon porn. It said single, eighteen year old balloon porn. What the hell? I still think I got settings in my porn, man. Y'all can't be messing with me like this. I think he was being sarcastic. With the porn? No, with the cutting the eyes out because I think that those people he was talking to, he was just so over the idiocy that he's just like, yeah, you know what? Just fucking cut your eyes out. I I don't know what you want from me. Just fucking do be good. Like, what is so hard about that? People have so misread the Gospels and don't realize that Christ was so often having just a joke at the expense of everybody. They also admit so many of those passages and i'm a believer 
but I'm a Roman Catholic, so Marcus might think I'm not a believer. There's but, also I don't, um, I don't believe you're not a believer. There's also omitted gospel. I just believe you all get it wrong. It's okay. It's okay <laughs> to get it wrong. This is how life. Works. I think we get it wrong too. I'll just put that out I there. I think all of them are wrong. Hey, you went to church <laughs> with me on Sunday. We were correct. My uncle was good on Sunday. You know it. You said it. Say it again, Joey. Do you know how much of a headache I had trying not to roll my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't, we didn't say that on This Week in That Comedy. Joey went to church with me this Sunday uh, <laughs> and, uh, and experienced my family's church for the, for the first time in, in its full glory. Uh, how, how'd you like it, Joey? It was church. <laughs> there we go. That's all. It was more musical than most of the churches I go to. Yeah, you got a Catholic church. <laughs> yeah, the music was better. Uh, I, I will say Catholic church is so boring compared to all of the different African-American denominations. It's, you're but just kind of like, fuck, fuck Catholicism. Just go with them. If, we, if, if you want real spirit, you go to a black church. It's, yeah, and if you want to get in and get out on time, you go to a Catholic church. If you want to feel like the devil is coming to sit next to you while they're while they're banging smoke and they're singing ho 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 and it's it's all happening around you and the devil's just gonna walk in and go what's up bitches <laughs> Catholic church is where you go <laughs> yeah but it's no, only that's... forty five minutes we're in and out <laughs> yeah Catholic church is quick and and we get a workout while we're doing it yeah, yeah. you gotta go in yeah. there you, gotta get you up, know we stand. get to go up go down get on our knees come stand back up again you know yeah. you get the hokey pokey nothing if not there. efficient it's not efficient at all that's why the boys get in touch if they were efficient you would have, you would have oh, a that's, that's, oh, that just go. means you didn't leave uh, quickly enough <laughs> I, I'm saying there are enough pastors in other churches who have certainly had their their hands underneath. Oh yeah, they, they touch the, everybody. The hassocks there, you know. <laughs> All right, you guys, we're not trying to get the podcast canceled. What's the next? You're right. You're right. We're, gonna we're not going down speaking to truth. Here. We're not gonna Who's going to come for us? The the Christians. <laughs> I'm I here for that fight all day. Hear about Try to cancel point. me, Christians. Good point. Good you point. don't even understand Christ's message. You're going to talk to me about it. Shut the fuck up. Let's see. <laughs> Who are you talking about? All any, any potential wants to come. Any churchgoers that want to cancel. Joey's talking to he's, you. He's Let's like baiting. Okay. You are poking the trolls. You know that. You I'm are so going to. Go. No, I'm not talking about the Bible thumpers. I'm just saying that I don't think pedophilia is a topic that. Uh, oh, I don't want to get on that topic. Who wants to get on babies? Nobody wants to get on babies. Good point. Good point. Except for your local priest. You're, <laughs> okay, Candace, you're right. I said you were right, Candace, didn't I? Yeah. And I'm saying I'm not talking about it anymore. Who's talking about it? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> we need to finish the topic at hand. Listen, I don't. No woman can marry me. I will marry a woman. That is how that is how we will end Fine, it. Fine, Marcus. And be that way. If a woman wants to know if you're going to propose and doesn't feel like cuz she wants to know if this is going to happen so she can make a decision, if she wants to still stick around and wait, mm -hmm. how should she address that with you if she doesn't if you're, she's not allowed to propose? Ask me questions. That's a yeah, right. That's a conversation you have. You say, listen, I want a marriage. I don't want to be somebody's girlfriend forever. Where's your head at with that? All right, but you cool. don't propose. You yeah. just let but them see know that, this is my expectation. Don't jump off, we've, don't jump off the bridge. But we've done that. had a conversation. That's happened, and you see that happen. That's the story. That's like the, the tale's oldest time here, where like uh 
the there's this, this conversation of like for, of, of of multiple times when are you going to marry me when are you going to marry me when are you going to marry me and then it's like like at that point are you marrying somebody because you're ready to or because you're trying to get ready to so you don't lose somebody because you're not ready no to you're lose trying, them you're trying to force somebody into something they don't want to do uh, ask me questions. Talk to me about it. Say, hey, hey, uh, hey, DJ Marcus, because again, this is who is speaking now. Marcus, Marcus N. Coleman does not speak on this podcast. Only DJ Marcus. Just so we're all clear. Um, DJ Marcus, do you want to marry me? And I will tell you point blank, period, yes or no. If we've been together for five years and I have not once broached the subject of us getting married, guess what? I don't want to marry you. Exactly. I, I've told I've told enough women this in my life. If we if we are together longer than five years and we have not once discussed marriage, we ain't getting married. I don't want to make exact. That's my point. And that's but what why? happens? They've been sitting around waiting. No, no, for no, 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 no. Why aren't you discussing up, that so in the first year? That if that's a goal for either one of you, why is that not coming up in the first year to get together? What, what, what are we doing? His point is the reason why it didn't come up is because he doesn't want to marry him. So it was never discussed because he's not even thinking about it. I'm that. not going to discuss it if I don't want to do it. Exactly. Then why are y'all together? He doesn't want to do it. Sex is good. I'm just saying, like, the only reason that these these situations happen. Keep asking why me and Candace are together. It's 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 very simple. The reason that these happen, like the scenario you're playing out, is again. (laughs) Look, if you want to know, ask. Yep. Period. It doesn't. And whether you actually propose and ask or whether you ask for it, but don't like wait don't five years. Don't wondering. And ask. Then go. Oh well, I don't know if he's gonna do it, or oh, I'm gonna ask because I don't know. Like, like this is the. You is can all part ask of, and bring up the topic without doing an actual proposal as a woman. Yeah, don't right, but I'm saying ask, ask. I don't understand what the, where right. where the whole being seven years down the line this suddenly happening thing is. I think you should be mature enough to know that when you go into a relationship, that you have what your goals are, and make sure that that's something that the other person's interested well, people in. People lie too. People lie. Then uh, stop. Well, you can't tell everybody to stop lying. That sounds stupid, Joey. Okay, I just I just have to kind of break in here and say why is marriage such a trophy? Yes, that's the other thing. Why is it a trophy? Why, and, you know, whether the woman, whether the woman proposes or the man proposes, why is this being set up as such a huge trophy for folks? And I'm saying that as a Catholic, who, where you know they got <laughs> I mean, the whole thing as marriage as a sacrament, yada yada yada. It should. Uh, I didn't. You know, I I don't I I don't think it should be a trophy. I don't think no. it should be something that any ever. You know, it's like. This is a goal in my life, like getting an Olympic gold medal. You know, it's just, no, but it can be. It can be. No, and you so have, many women see it that way. I don't think it's, that's what I'm where, where we're going with it. I mean, it, it's it's you have goals for everything you do. Like you have goals, and, and they should be kind of like a, a plan. Like you have goals in your career, and having a certain position at some point in your career, or a certain title, or a certain like pay level, are all goals you may have in your career path in relation relationships there are different milestones and different goals that you may want you know that you have in your mind like i'd like to be you know they have to be like oh i'm you know i'm on the path i want to get married like i'm i don't know i'm I'm there it could just be i want i know i want to get married at some point or if i'm with somebody for for you know if i'm going to be with somebody that long i want to get married or because my religious beliefs for me to be with you for a long period of time i want to you know it's cohabitation 
There's yeah, all these different the one, reasons. The one thing I learned from being married and now divorced is, you know, and, and now just enjoying single life is that really what you're marrying for is companionship. And if that isn't baked in yep. to the whole thing, you don't, you don't have it. You have to have a sympathetic situation where no matter what comes up and whatever trials and tribulations, I'm sounding really uh, cliche here, but it's true. If you don't have that side-by-side -side partner, that's what people should be not looking for, ready to experience, vulnerable, so that they're open to it when that person steps yes. through the door. But we don't look at it like either a goal to be accomplished or a trophy down the thing. There are advantages to people being married, some of whom don't even think they should be married. Right. You know, it's... Um, and I don't, I don't mean to make it sound like it's a, a goal, like, as a per individual, because right. it shouldn't be one. It should just be, if, if you're the kind of person who my belief in my evolution of my relationship is at some point we get married because it makes sense to you want to make sure that the other person isn't averse to marriage as a concept because otherwise you're going to be be in that situation at some point down the road where you're waiting for someone to propose and they're not doing it so like that's what i'm saying it's part of what is actually like it is it is and it is a goal but it's also part of what you're saying mandy where you're just making sure that you and that person are on the same Path. Okay, so uh, you guys really aren't saying anything different then. You're yeah. saying make sure the conversation is happening. Yeah, that's uh, and that's and my number give one each thing. other a way out if it's not really happening. If I get is, it. If this I get isn't it. what you want, then you you need to you need to cut bait and run. If it's what if if you want to be in this relationship and you want to be married, then we stay doing it. And and I can I can fully understand that too. But I know for me personally. And I will say this again so the, so the audience hears it. Don't propose to me. That's not your job. I love you enough for us not to go down that road together. Don't propose to me. I'm telling you, Candace, this is not how this is going to work out for me and you. Oh, my God. I would never propose to a dude. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> Anything. that. Because if you take me to Times Square and you talk about, hey, I'm going to get down on these bad knees and I'm going to propose to you, Marcus, I'll be like, wait, hold on. Why are we going to Times Square? Should we do that in Niagara Falls because I can push you in? Because that's all that's going to happen if you propose to Marcus. I don't have a problem with it. it I know happen. you don't. You don't because you're, you're weird. You're like, you're like a gay dude. I don't understand you oh. sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> you're like a gay dude. Uh, it's Gay. Wow. I'm not saying I'm going to say yes. I'm just saying, like, be prepared for the fact that I might say, I don't know. Um, or, I, you know, I might need to think about that. But to be fair, I'd have to face the same possibility if I was to do it. So, to me, that takes all the magic out of it. I wouldn't even want to be engaged if I had to ask him. Like, I, what? Uh, the only I don't time know. I'm going to ask you to marry me is if I know you're going to say yes. If you're not gonna, if I know, if I don't, if I, if there's a doubt in my mind, you're gonna say yes. I'm not wasting my money on the ring. That's a simple. That's yeah. Very simple I mean, if me. you're going to spend thousands of dollars on a piece of jewelry, you're probably pretty sure what they're gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. All those videos of dudes getting told no, those are fake. Those are yeah. Fake news. Those those are fake. That's fake news <laughs> right there. That's all fake news. That's 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 January sixth news right there. Fake. It's all. No, fake those are dudes who propose way too soon. Not, you, there's never too soon or too late to propose. I, I look, I look at life. You, you do what you do in God's time. What God wants you to do with your life, Joseph. And I love you for it, brother. But we can get out of here, Joey, because you've been here for a long time. 
What else? We have? Do we have anything else? Oh, yeah, one more thing. Um, Would you? There's gators in Maryland. Uh, just, uh, no, there isn't. No, there isn't. <laughs> Found gators. A large alligator was captured and killed in Calvert County, Maryland. Okay, now was that just a Calvert County resident that just happened to get away? People always claiming alligators in the suburbs. I don't believe it. <laughs> Unless it's Florida, then they probably are. But there's no alligators in Maryland. Relax. Yeah, they are. Uh, apparently, this was uh, William and Jake Adams discovered, captured, and killed an alligator living in Chesapeake Ranch Estates area okay. in Calvert County, Maryland, on Father's Day. But you uh, know, no. The gator so we know seven we know six. why all the dogs and toddlers were disappearing in that area, <laughs> right? <laughs> we thought it was it. <laughs> it was it was an alligator. Yeah. Uh, uh, according to a Reddit post, one user thinks the gator have been living there since 2016 based on a post oh, okay. seen before right. social media. These are lies. <laughs> How would it have survived the winters? Because it's gators don't do... Yeah, gators don't do winters. It can't live in Maryland. It can't live in that climate. I mean, it could definitely live in Maryland right now. It's a question of how it got there. Now we got two right, it maybe right now, but it can't have lived there since 2016. Hey. Now, How many winters? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, now climate people change. Owned, people have owned in our in our 2020 time frame. We've learned that people own exotic animals all over this country. Yes, owning an alligator in Maryland is a possibility. Hold on, especially in Calvert County. Huh. Hold on. You can own a reptile. I own four snakes and an iguana. You have to keep them under a heat rock. There's all kinds of stuff. An alligator cannot live outside in the wild in Maryland. It can't sustain the climate. You own four snakes and an iguana? I was going to say, I got to hear more about this. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have four uh, ball pythons and I had an iguana. When you have a reptile as a pet, you have to keep them under a heat lamp at all times. Like there's specific things you have to do to falsely create the climate that a reptile would live in. It depends uh, on the reptile. An alligator can't live in the wild in Maryland. It depends on the reptile, and it depends on when it got there. I can see Candace as a snake handler. That's a that Louisiana shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> you really did, DJ Marcus. You really <laughs> did. He went. He went. He went there. But he goes there all the time. He lives there. <laughs> you see how I try to just gloss over it? Yeah. <laughs> Have you met? Have you met Calvert County? A hundred percent. Someone could have brought one back from Florida on a yeah. Win. Nine times out of ten, uh, they they don't have teeth down there. Uh, that's not that's not Calvert the, County is the Florida of Maryland. <laughs> that's Washington okay. County. I thought I thought that was Washington County. But but wait wait, are you saying Calvert County is the Florida of Maryland, as in just the alligators, or as in? It, just like, like they have Florida man, they have Calvert County man. Yes, yes, they have a Calvert County man too. I've seen. Okay, those. tell me about the Calvert County man. That's uh, Cal what I want to know. Calvert County man slaps woman for discharging firearm in local Wendy's. These are the type of things you do find in Calvert County. Uh, it, it's a it's a random culmination and a lot of racism. That's what you that's what you find down there. You find you find a lot of coincidences and racism and meth yeah. and meth and meth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Much man. like Florida. Yes. Yep. Oh, man. But, Joe, anything that's going on, man? That's it. That's, that's all, all you got? That's all I got. That's all I got, too, man. You know what we did? We got to the end. Yeah, baby. <laughs> it's over with. 
We're going to go home on that, Joey. All right. All right, Mandy, where can they find you on the internet, my dear? Uh, basically on Facebook, but just uh, look up Washington, D.C. Comedy Writers Group on Facebook. You'll find me there. And if you join us on a Monday night, we usually get around, shoot the shit, and try to write jokes and help other people be funnier. And you guys are meeting virtually now? Yes, on Zoom until we can find a real life meeting. And then what we'll, we're going to do is have a regular real life meeting again. But we're also going to keep the Zoom going because people like Chip, uh, uh, Chip Jones has been a regular in stopping by with us. And he has been so helpful. So we really want to keep the Zoom going too. And, you know, he, he, with his busy schedule, the only way he can do it is one Zoom. Also, okay. I should say, if I can give a plug, on the 30th, if you join our group on Facebook, on the 30th, uh, we got uh, John Vorhouse. Uh, he's the uh, writer of uh, the comic Toolbox, which many comics have read. He's also written the little book of sitcom he wrote for Married with Children. Uh, he's going to be teaching a workshop with us and if you get on the Facebook group you'll get the Zoom link and can join the class and it's going to be a free class. Oh cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Candace, where can they find you on the internet there? Uh, just underscore Candace and Candace is K-A-N-D-Y-C-E and you can find me at that handle on all of the social media platforms. Oh man, Joey LaFaro, where can they find you? Uh, at LaFaro Comedy on Instagram. And uh, that's it. Uh, Facebook, just Joey LaFaro. Uh, coming up, uh, you can also find me. Uh, I'm doing a Zoom show with uh, Phil Page on uh, on Zoom on July 2nd. All right, all right, man. Yeah, and you can find me anywhere you find the That Comedy Podcast. You will find DJ Marcus. And don't forget, every Friday evening at the Ha Ha Hole in Lexington, Virginia, you will find me DJing at all the all the fun records that the Ha Ha Hole has for you and for me. We're having a whole lot of fun down there, and we want you to come up, come to the DJ booth, say, "Hey, DJ Marcus, I want I want to hear that song I like." And I go, "Okay, what song is that?" And I probably I may have it. So just come on by the DJ booth, and we'll see you at the Ha Ha Hole in Lexington, Virginia. Joey for Joey Lafaro, Candace August. Mandy Dalton D. Scratch. Oh my God. Get people's name right, Marcus. Joey LaFaro, Candace Augus, Mandy Dalton. I'm DJ Marcus, and we're going to get out of here. We'll see you next time on the Dot Comedy Podcast.